Hello everyone, this is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Faithful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it. And believes in I believe that God's gladly lived a packet until all around the world it's been circulated. Greetings, brothers and sisters, and welcome to another episode of the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Now we're here in the studio with Brother Tim Dodd. It's nighttime here. It's about quarter to 10 p.m. And because of a time zone difference here with our special guest today, we have to record this at night. And I'm excited about this episode. And without giving it away, I'll have Brother Tim Dodd introduce our special guest today. Brother Tim Dodd. Thank you, Brother Jean. It is good to be here today. And, and we're interviewing once again Brother Mogus Ingida, the pastor of the church in Addis Ababa but also uh, the servant of God that is be, being used of the Lord throughout the country of Ethiopia, where things are happening so rapidly, we just felt to bring you another update. And so I know you'll be thrilled to hear the testimonies out of Ethiopia. We were just there in the month of May, and we had a number of podcasts when we came <laughs> back on the country of Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. But now, in a short period of time, less than two months really, there's been more developments and uh, more things happening. So without any further ado, I want to welcome Brother Mogus Ngida. Welcome, Brother Mogus, to the podcast. Uh, thank you, brothers. Uh, uh, I'm happy to connect once again, and I'm happy to give you the updates once again here. Amen. So we've been talking with Brother mm-hmm. Mogus over about several things, but I want to go back a few weeks because almost immediately after the meetings there, when we came home, some things begin mm-hmm. to open up in a new place called Tulubolo. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, it was Brother Joseph whom... Uh, remind me where Brother Joseph is? Brother Joseph is from uh, a place called uh, Badele. Yes, Badele. And About he... About 500 kilometers away from here. Right. He introduced some people uh, to you from his former contacts, from his former denominational days... So why don't you just tell the people what happened, how you got introduced to these people in Tulubolo, and how that has all unfolded. Yeah, uh, after they, after we were connected with them through the brother, I mean, brother Joseph, we, you remember, we've uh, invited them to the convention we had, and they came, and we were together, and they appreciated the meetings, and um, they rejoiced in it. And shortly after that, they invited us to uh, to visit their place, meaning mm-hmm. the place of their towns. And uh, we didn't take time to uh, to go there. Then we went there about three, uh, two brothers, and um, we met uh, several of them. About there, about fifteen, I guess, fifteen to twenty, mm-hmm. and um, we we shared with them the word and the message in. In, in in I mean in the capacity where we good, the Lord has given unto us about the Godhead and baptisms and you know the messenger and you know the mm-hmm. the age that we are living in and they because the, the because they are already uh, you know introduced to the message previously even in the convention it didn't take them time to uh, believe especially the baptism and Godhead right. so um, after that they just uh, traveled to because the area doesn't really have water enough water we had to bring them to Addis Ababa about eight of them 
uh, were, were baptized uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, I mean, two weeks after the convention. Right, and I have the picture that you sent me, and it was wonderful. I think I showed it to you, Brother Jean. Yeah, I've seen the pictures, uh, even, even the video. It's wonderful. Yeah, and now Tulabolo, how far is that from Addis Ababa? Yeah, that place is about uh, 100 kilometers away from here. Okay. And uh, from that time, we've been uh, taking several trips to the place. And uh, as I'm talking now, uh, there's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, needs and uh, needs in terms of uh, going out for outreaches and uh, printed materials, the messages, and also a place of a fellowship for them to be gathered because uh, uh, prior to, uh, prior to uh, they, before they connected to us, they were... They were not connected to anyone. They were just alone and they were just worshiping, you know. Okay. Uh, so after they uh, uh, communicated to us, there's no one that, uh, you know, that can uh, take care of them, meaning uh, organize them or, you know, show them the way. So after that, we took the the burden that uh, they can <clears throat> they can organize themselves and begin fellowships and also um, begin services maybe every Wednesday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. So several once in two weeks we 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 were there all the time. Amen. Now are these mm-hmm. Amharic speaking people or Afanaromo? No, these are not Amharic speaking people. They are uh, they are Afanaromo speaking people. Okay, so that's, that's why severally myself and brother Bebe we are there. Right. <laughs> yeah, because that's yeah. your native tongue as well, and it also yeah. um, sh- highlights the importance of finishing the church age book. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I think this is the right time for us to uh, really uh, get into printing the church age book, mm-hmm. uh, especially to the tracts. I think the the system generates about twenty five um, tracts. That's right. And uh, uh, we we are really uh, working on it to get to to finalize and finish it up in by uh, through proofreading and uh, also. Reading, I mean, the the translation already is done, but uh, we are going through the proofreading. Right. Uh, in a short moment, maybe in one month's time, it will be done. So we need the printed materials as quick as possible yeah. because there is a lot of need in these areas, not only to Lubolo, but there are other extended areas uh, from mm-hmm. that uh, to the to the fathers of where Brother Joseph is also. Now, I'm There's gonna, a lot gonna... of need uh, of this book in Tuafan Oromo. Right. I'm going to ask you about some of these places in a minute. But before we go there, I I do want to tell you that we are ready to print the Church Age book as soon as you are finished it. And uh, it's ready to print. And of course, for those of the listeners that don't know, uh, a few years back that we developed a series of 25 tracks for witnessing directly out of the Church Age book. So things like the Godhead, Serpent Seed, different subjects we put them into individual tracks, the messenger, all of those kind of things, so that the system automatically, when the the translation is done in any language of a church age book, we can then generate these 25 tracks, and they're ready for printing immediately. And so that, of course, is just waiting on the proofreading. And as you say, maybe in a month's time, that'll be ready. Uh, so that'll be wonderful. We're, we're so glad to equip the bride in Ethiopia. Amen. Now, sure. And uh, mm-hmm. this, uh, uh, the Afano Romo, uh, uh, since we are in Addis Ababa, it has not been really, really being used, but I think it's the right, the right time has come for, for it to be 
the, the need for Afano Romo translation is now. Right. Because uh, there are many other places, not only to Lubolo, even uh, some further places that need the translation. So right. we are Ex- glad to have those tracks as well as the, the church age itself printed. Explain mm. to the people, Brother Mogus, just for a moment, the languages in Ethiopia. Now we know, just to remind our listeners, that uh, Ethiopia was never colonized, so they don't mm. know European languages, whether it be English, French, German, Spanish, whatever, but uh, they have their own languages. But how many languages are in the country and how many? what regions are they from? Oh, okay. Uh, okay, we have many languages. Uh, I think about... Uh, about 85 ethnic groups, the uh, people that lives in the country mm. of Ethiopia. But uh, currently there are four or three major languages that are being spoken. Right. Uh, especially in the central areas. One of them, as you know, is Afan. Afan uh, I mean, Amharic is a national language which right. has been used for years and years. And uh, it's common in all areas. But uh, the largest the largest. Uh, speaking language is Afan Oromo mm-hmm. because um, it's, uh, it's uh, Afan Oromo is one of the Oromo re, Oromia region is one of the largest uh, regions and so okay. the people that speaks Afan Oromo are the, the majority in the country mm-hmm. so uh, since we are living in the main city uh, that's why maybe Amharic has been uh, maybe used even in translations and in preaching and all that uh, but uh, Right now, since the message is going out, expanding, uh, other languages are also mainly needed. Afan Romo uh, is mostly needed because of the large number of people that speak it mm-hmm. and also the large coverage of the nation, as well as also to the near the north, there is a Tigrinya language. Or right. Of course, we have also Tigrinya language is also translated. Mm-hmm. And uh, ahead of time, also, we may need to print it as well. And there are other languages like Somali and others, many languages. Right. But this Amharic, Afan Romo are the major languages. Okay. Uh, so Afan Romo, Amharic, and Tigrinya covers most of the country. Is that correct? Uh, Tigrinya does not cover. Uh, okay. It's Afan Romo, yeah. uh, Afan Romo, Amharic. Those are the ones. Okay. Mm. And, and Tigrinya is just mm. the north there. Now we yeah, have... Tigrinya is the north tip, you know. Right. We have the Church Age book in Tigrinya. We have the Church Age book and 150 translations in Amharic. And we have 52 mm-hmm. translations, I think, in Afanaromo uh, that are completed on the Message Hub. And they are, uh, we're just finishing the Church Age book, which will add 25 tracks as well as the Church Age book. So it's wonderful the progress that you brothers are doing in getting the message into the local languages. So God bless you richly for that. Let me ask you a question. I'm going to ask you some questions here. I'm going to give you some names, and I want you to tell the people what's happening in those places. Okay. Okay. Debrikent. How do, how do you say Debrizet. that? Debrizet. it. No. How do you say that? Debrinket? Debrizet. Debrizet. Okay. I was closer. Brother Jean has this. Uh, okay. Debrizet. What's, what's happening yeah. there? Okay, Devrazait is a, a town uh, about 50 kilometers away from here. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember Brother Gideon? Uh, those brothers were having, you know, some outreaches and yeah. some fellowships in those areas. Um, so after 
sometimes because of different challenges and circumstances, they couldn't continue with their fellowships. And many of them, they went back to their denominations about four years ago. But lately, uh, uh, lately, when we connected back to them through the brother Gideon, and mm-hmm. we we invited them, we invited them to the fellowship, meaning to the convention. It's during that convention that we saw them for the first time, and they came. Uh, about eight of them. So mm-hmm. from that time, we we continued to visit uh, their places. They one of the believer there, uh, an elder woman uh, sister, she dedicated her house, right? Uh, her house for for the fellowship. So we we are several every Friday uh, we travel there, and they are <clears throat> they are being revived in their spirit and also. Uh, trying to get back to the phase because uh, at one point they were believing the message and uh, they were message believers, but uh, because of different co- conditions and circumstances, right, right. they could not continue in the phase and they were, you know, scattered mm-hmm. back to their denominations, mm-hmm. different denominations because they couldn't sit in the house. So because of that, they were still having some doubts, some, you know, suspicious uh, thoughts maybe even if uh, even now if we are returned back to the phase we may we may lost uh, on air sometime so we are trying to build their confidence in the message right now sure and uh, they are already revived and there are about ten of them already okay. built uh, enough confidence to continue in the phase and uh, every Friday we have a fellowship with them in mm-hmm. their house and uh, Sunday uh, some of them they come to the church and we are trying to revive them and they are continuing so there would be a lot of need in that town is like uh, not only for them for me i feel that uh, is an opening is an open door for more right. because that town we have not been there and that's one of the towns in oromia region as well Amen. so uh this is another place that the lord is opening for us to continue you know doing yeah. more outreaches and uh, expansion of the message. And it highlights the importance of places for mm. the people to go to. You know, Brother Branham talked about all the converts he had in India, but he had no <clears throat> churches to send them to. Mm-hmm. And he said they drift back to their own churches and their own beliefs and different things. It's not that they didn't believe. It's that they had nobody to build them up in the faith. And so it's wonderful that you're able to gather these people that were introduced to the message four years ago and there's, it shows a real uh, predestination there that they're still hungry for the Word of God. It's not like they had a taste and they left but because of circumstances, but now they're, they've come back. Now, I want to move on because I don't, want to, I, I don't want to use up all the time, but let me move on to Arba, Arba Minch. What's happening there? Yeah, Arba Minch is the same, uh, has the same uh, a testimony. Some of them, uh, we... He got them through these brothers, mm-hmm. but uh, even before we we got these ones, we have been going to Arba Minch. If you remember, in last year's convention, mm-hmm. there were some that have come through a connection, a brother, we, through a brother we have in the church. So through him, several uh, several uh, you know family members and his friends came to Addis Ababa right. uh, to, to the convention last year, and through that we followed them to Arba Minch. And remember, they they were baptized about five of them. So. Uh, we also had uh, a connection there. We've been going there, and uh, and also this year we were we were connected to others who were already believing the message. So, okay. uh, so the place is kind of opening for more, you know. So, how many souls are you in contact there? How many souls mm-hmm. are you in contact with in Arba Minch? Yeah, Gideon uh, uh, 
told me there are about 15, but I, I'm about I'm in touch with about three, four of them. But okay. these other ones that we know of before, right? Are like maybe five, six. So altogether, we I know about 12 people or maybe 10 and plus. Okay, okay, very uh, good. And how far is that from um, from Addis Ababa? It's quite a distance. It's about maybe 500, if I, I guess, and maybe about 480 or 500. Okay. It's not uh, Kilometers. Uh, close enough. Mm. That's about 300 miles for our American friends that are listening to this. Mm. <laughs> now, let me throw another name to you, Shone. What's happening in Shone? Ah, Shone is, uh, is another town about uh, 300 uh, kilometers. Shone mm -hmm. is, um, you know, we've been going there for about, for the past, uh, I guess, for three, four or five years, mm. you know, for outreaches. Yep. And uh, yep. from that time, there's a brother, brother Tesfai, who dedicated his uh, his house for a for a for a fellowship, and uh, from time to time, whenever we are able to travel there, we gather the people there, and we have fellowships, and people are being added from that time. And you remember, they even on these meetings, we always invite them. They come, and uh, they are always, you know, showing a progress, and they are growing. And it's, it's, it's as time has come now for them to at least have a place of fellowship. And at least to continue because the, the house is no, no longer enough for them or mm -hmm. maybe uh, because of circumstances, they needed to have a, a, a small uh, fellowship place. And there are, you know, they are requesting that they should have these places. And uh, uh, especially after this convention we had this year, they were revived for, for you know, to have that fellowship, you know. Right. Uh, so how many souls are, are you talking about there? You maybe did you mention that? Yeah, uh, you know, fifteen and okay. you know, yep. fifteen and plus, or even more than that. Mm -hmm. All the believers that we've been, uh, all the believers that we are baptized in that area, or are over twenty, but okay. you know, the ones who are already in the phase, maybe ten and fifteen or something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, these are. You know, these all of these groups are small, but they, they reach a certain size that they're like an established group. You know, they start to fellowship together and, and meet together mm -hmm. and on a regular basis. What about the town of Sodo? Yeah, Sodo is another town, uh, uh, maybe 50, 50 kilometers from or 60 from Shone. Mm. So that's uh, also another town. It's a bigger town. And we have a couple that got married in the church in Addis Ababa and relocated to that town. Yeah. And uh, also they have a house there. They are living there. So they severally have uh, fellowships in the house. And, and uh, you know, whenever we go there, we, 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 we visit them and we bring believer, I mean, other people to talk to them about the message. And from time to time, people are being added, you know, believers are being added. And, you know, really in all these places, the, the need for having a fellowship or established fellowship is so high mm. because uh, some of them are getting mature and like especially the brother in Shone is mm -hmm. uh, was already a pastor in in denominations, oh, but see. since he came to the message, he's studying the message and he's, he already got in the Amharic Church Age and he finished it and he's ready to you know he's the one who organizes and you know preach to them you know mm -hmm. and all these areas. Uh, now, because of you know the years that we have, we have been there, so they are growing into the. I Amen. mean, they are growing to the level of sharing the message to others. Amen. Amen. Uh, yeah, that's wonderful. All right, now, uh, brother Jean, did you have anything you wanted to say about that? 
No, I think you covered all the, all the cities. That <laughs> I have done my list here to the Bolo, Shawnee. I think we covered it. All, all right. All the cities. So let me jump into needs. Now, these places, the people are poor, Brother Mogus? Yes, it's Brother T. They're, they don't have vehicles. Mm. And so they need... Uh, mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, vehicle. I don't know a brother who has vehicles in these areas. <laughs> no, I, ju I just want you to say that because sometimes in North America, we don't understand the logistical issues that we're dealing with in Africa, especially in some of the outlying areas. Um, so they need a fellowship. Um, and basically the needs are very rudimentary. You know, they need a, they need it to begin with. They need some chairs and a pulpit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Generally, in the in the message uh, aspect in Ethiopia, maybe the brothers or the families that have a vehicle is few. Mm -hmm. <laughs> maybe five, six families, and those are the people who lives in, in the believers in Addis Ababa. Right. In on those other towns is um, there's a lot of need. Of course, you know we've been laboring for years and years into all these areas. Mm -hmm. um, of, or, or, of course, some new towns are being added to us, especially to Lubolo and Deborah or Bishop, to are the ones who were added to us recently. But the rest of them, we've been traveling and we've been laboring for years and they are maturing. Right. They are yielding fruits right now. Mm -hmm. That fruit is now uh, growing into the level of having fellowship. Mm. You know, fellowship, established fellowship. Of mm -hmm. course, there is a lot of uh, needs generally the country is passing through challenge financial challenge right and uh, of course these areas uh, especially the three of them or four of them they needed this uh you know this you know basic needs like the chairs maybe you know the place of fellowships and mm -hmm. all those you know necessities uh, right. for them to be able to be uh you know able to be begin uh the fellowship and continue and you don't know what tomorrow holds right. and on those areas and um I'm not seeing what uh, has been done in Uganda. Those those churches that are that were built and the, the shelters, you know, mm -hmm. these areas, uh, maybe maybe buying a land may be expensive in Addis Ababa and near towns, but in those further places, mm -hmm. mostly it's advised to have those uh, places, you know, even they are not very expensive even to buy them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know the message will grow because it's getting root. Uh, not only in Addis Ababa, but also in those areas, especially right. Shone, Sodo, Arbaminch, and this place, Tulubolo, and uh, even Adama. There's another place called Adama where mm -hmm. Brother Abebe is living. Mm -hmm. And we have we have some some believers there. We're okay. trying to gather them up. And uh, there's another place called um, in the east, far east, in towards the Somali region. Mm -hmm. That place is called... Um, uh, uh, around Redar, very far. Uh, there's a brother who was with us here and he, he relocated there for, for living. Okay. So he's gathering some people there. So Wonderful. shortly, maybe in this in the next month, we may travel to that place right. to, to carry the message there. So, you know, as uh, as I'm noticing, the, the message is just expanding slowly but surely in all corners of the country. Amen. You remember, it's in, in, in the north, in Tigray. And also, the only region that we have not gone is... The Amhara region, which is a west, you know, uh, northeast, I mean, northwest. Okay. Other places, almost everywhere, mm -hmm. the message has reached. So, right now, Awasa believers, they are already mature. They you remember they were, the two brothers were ordained and they are taking care of 
the fellowship there. Right. We are not severally traveling there. We are going to new places. Amen. We are majorly focusing in Tulubolo and uh, the Brazil and the Shone, Sodo, Arbaminj, and other places which are opening up. So for me, right now, uh, the need for the basic need for having this uh, chairs and other equipments are like for the place called Tulubolo, mm-hmm. uh, Shone, mm-hmm. and uh, Sodo, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and as well Arbaminj, maybe. Okay. So these places, about three, four places, they need they really right. need this. Uh, uh, you just need you a know, little support. bit of help to get them going. I, and I think I can tell the people, you know, we're not pulling for <clears> money, but certainly it's going to take about. With the current economic situation in the country, to maybe get a place where they can meet and to have chairs and and just some miscellaneous things, probably about, I'm going to say conservatively, brother Mogus, uh, your your wish list might be higher, but I'll say conservatively about twenty five hundred dollars <throat> each place, and uh, whatever we can help, if we might be buy them a handful of chairs, you know, we'll see what the Lord provides. And that's why we're just making the need known to the people. And in that regard, if the Lord burdens people with the work, then we're able to do something for the kingdom of God there. All of the work in Ethiopia has been uh, sponsored, if I could say it that way, has been, uh, the needs have been provided by Bible believers and uh, uh, Cloverdale Bible Way, and we have done what we could do. And we trust that the Lord will continue to provide. There's printing of books that need to be done. We are ready to print the Church Age book in Afanaromo. We're ready to provide more individual titles in the country, which is what is needed for the existing translations. And we pray that the Lord will uh, just continue to expand the work there. And I know there's, uh, if I tell the people, and the reason I shared with the people about lack of vehicles and lack of funds and that sort of thing you know, oftentimes, like it is in Uganda, to just reach out to some of these places that's maybe 500 kilometers away, just the cost of gasoline is expensive. Mm-hmm. And to be able yeah, to get crazy. into those areas and reach out to those people, have some meetings, have some fellowship, give them books, distribute books, all of those kind of things, we're certainly behind the believers in Ethiopia, Brother Mogus. Well, this has been a podcast, Brother Mogus. Is there anything else? Oh, I should ask you. Uh, well, you kind of related it. Um, sure. The future, the future uh, plans. Uh, where are you heading to next? What did we lose him? No. Where are you heading to next? We did lose him. Just gone. That's Ethiopian. Well, we, we lost Brother Mogus there just briefly. Well, this is a good time to wrap it up. <laughs> he, he mentioned that he was going off into the eastern country down over by Somalia, Brother Jean. And, uh, and so we're, we're glad to get that from Brother Mogus. But there the people see the difficulty of Internet in Ethiopia. It is uh, much controlled by the government and it's not easy to connect to. But we're thankful to have Brother Mogus with us today. I think that... Uh, you get a feel for the need and the urgency. It's not even two months since I was there mm-hmm. and had meetings and Andrew Dodd, my son, was with me and we, we continue to be in contact with the believers there and urgently feel the need. So pray for us, pray for the work in Ethiopia, pray for the needs of the people there. And I know that it has been a blessing. We're just 
signing off, Brother Mogus, on the podcast. Yeah, I see he's Joan back in us now. So I'll let you greet the people in a closing comment, Brother Mogus. Yeah, somebody just calls me because I'm using the phone. So uh, Are you there? Yeah, I would just want to appreciate the all right, and we lost him again. <laughs> All right, well, we won't bring him in again. We'll just say uh, it's been wonderful to have him with us. Brother Jean. Yeah, it's been really, really wonderful to have Brother Mogis here. As, as we mentioned, uh, it's not been not even two months since you came back from uh, Ethiopia, Brother Tim Dodd. And obviously, Ethiopia has been the subject of many, many episodes here at our Bible Believers podcast here. We've had probably about four or five podcasts that we've released in the past two months. And there's a lot more to come after this, I suppose. But we're very thankful seeing what the Lord is doing there. Now there's been established works, not only in Addis Ababa or Awasa, but now we're seeing now uh, groups that are starting to take shape and form here in Tulubolo, in Arbaminch, in Shone. And we just want to be able to support those groups there however we can and see the work continue to, to grow there. I believe our brother Mogas had said that the message was viral in Ethiopia. And we've moved from viral to, to establish, as I said in the previous podcast here. So mm -hmm. the burden now is to establish those groups and then and have the local continue the work of outreach. So there is some definite needs there for printing materials, as we heard about, so we can extract uh, tracks out of the Church Age book to continue spreading the message around the country. So let's remember Brother Mogas in prayer as he's traveling pastoring in Addis Ababa and traveling to these different locations. And he definitely needs our support and our prayers. Amen. Thank you for listening. Until next time, God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Shalom. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the word of God. This was another episode of the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you're interested in more podcasts and more content as it pertains to mission, please go to our website at BibleWay.org. That's BibleWay.org and subscribe to our newsletter. We will make sure that we we'll send you updates on a weekly basis of the works that the Lord is doing all over the world. Additionally, you can send us an email at info at Bible-Believers.org. That's info at bible-believers.org. And once again, we'd like to thank you for your support. This podcast would not be a success without you. Until next time, may God bless you.